Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sam Pets Radio. Australia's coolest. Podcast Network. Please welcome the wickedly talented. Bam, 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 bam. This episode of Hey Fam is proudly brought to you by the brand new. Um, I fucked it up already. <laughs> That's brand, right. Keep it going. Keep it the going. The brand new strategic creative partner of PlayStation, Cactus Jack, Travis Scott, Travis Scott. Oh, oh he, C- he's CFO also, of Cactus Jack Industries and Hey Fam. And Hey Fam. He's the, the latest, the latest. Uh, his newest collab partnership is. Uh, he's now the uh, strategic creative partner. It's so good. It's so hey good fam. to be back. Um, hey, this is Levens with me. Cactus Levens, Cactus, <laughs> Cactus, Ankus. Cactus Jack, Cactus Ankus. Trusk. Yeah, Cactus Trusk. Uh, Truskus Jack. So obviously, we're going to be talking about Borat too. That's the big. They're like. You know, I, I, no one's sure if they like this movie or not. They need really? to know. They need to know oh, yeah. if we like it. And uh, everyone's on the fence till we weigh in. Spoiler alert: It's the movie of the year. It's so it's, long, Sonic. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, who knew that this year that you're competing best actors at the what? What are they awards again? I changed the name. Oscar. Well, what, no best 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 deal for, biggest deal for awards oh, this right. year would be between Sonic the Hedgehog and Borat for wow. best deal. Best deal for the that's Oscars crazy. This year. Yeah, at the best deals. Milf, I know at the Oscars. Remember, the best actor is Dilf and That's best right. actress is Milf. <laughs> but yeah, Borat vs Sonic is going to be very like. Oh, I don't know. I I don't know who's going to win. And then and then Jim Carrey best supporting Dilf. You saying that now? I want Borat versus Sonic at the Olympic Games. Oh, how good would that be? At, yeah. When Kazakhstan just, get the Olympics, just, and it, like Sonic Sega just be like, you know what? We've been doing this for too long. Fuck Mario. Travis, no, that's Travis Scott's first decision as Sony creative head. <laughs> Which we'll get into. Um, but wait, so if Sega are like, we want Borat to be the new Mario in the Mario and versus Sonic at the Olympic Games. Um, yeah. What are the, like, you know, because Mario obviously brings, he's got Yoshi, he's got Luigi. Yeah. Who's Borat bringing to the table? Azamat, he's producer from the first film. Obviously his daughter in the sequel. Um, Giuliani. Yeah, Rudy. Yeah. Um, his special move is lying down on a lying bed. Lying down and putting his hands down his pants. He'd be very good at the... Um, Oh, they don't do limbo at the Olympics, do they? <laughs> well, I mean, they, they put all kinds of crazy made-up sports in those games. Oh, really? I've never played one. They're all exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. It's like we shovelware the game, right? Yeah, everyone's you know disappointed about the Tokyo Olympics getting cancelled. I played it on Switch. Yeah. We what are you talking about? 
Um, Dr. Eggman. <laughs> yeah. The, the, who's the... What's the name of the white character in Sonic? Like the all white one? Oh, like Cream the Cheese or something? Yeah, Cream the Cheese. <laughs> Someone was called like Cheese Cream the, the Cheese climbed Tokyo Tower at the Olympics this year. It's so good. It's so good that the Olympics in 2020 have only been canonized by uh, Akira and Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games and like nothing else. Like it just didn't happen. Yeah. Only in fiction did they happen. Yeah, it was funny. Like uh, for a while this year, a genuine concern was for, for me was, oh no, Japan may not ha- ever be able to hold the Olympics. But now I'm like, I don't care what happens in the future. Ever. Yeah, no, I, I still want it to happen. Obviously I do, but like... like Just because that opening ceremony, you know, I don't I don't give a fuck about the Olympics, but you know it's going to be like full of weeb shit. You yeah, know that like, yeah, yeah. there'll be an Evangelion section. Cream the cheese will be there. Cream the cheese will be winning. He'll be the top of Tokyo <laughs> yeah. Tower. Borat. You know they'll have an Akira scene. Yeah. Oh, you reckon they'll have an Akira scene? It's the end of the movie set in the yeah, Olympic sure. Stadium. Yeah. But yeah. They, do they really want to channel that? Because the end of the movie is not... It's uh, not good. I mean, the stadium yeah. gets destroyed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that could be good. I mean, they're very good with technology. I know. You know what I mean? They're yeah. good with technology visions. Like they, they were, could do some holographic projections and makes it look like it's decayed. The, you know, clo- like the closing the, ceremony of the last, um, the last Olympics. It's with a pipe. I don't up. even remember where it was. Rio or some shit. Sure. Um, I and, think. And uh, the, the president of, um, the ex-president of uh, Japan. Of Japan. Came through the pipe. Came through the, the with Mario, Mario pipe. With a Mario hat on. With a Mario pipe, yeah. Like, Mario you know hat. it was going to be lit. Smoking a Mario pipe. Yeah. yeah. You know it would have been sick as hell. Smoking Mario's pipe. Yeah. So, was that one of your favorite um, euphemisms for sucking dick? Was like smoking pipe? No, smoking pole. That's what you, wasn't it? They're both good. They're good. It was laying pipe. Laying pipe. I don't know if laying pipe meant having sex or doing a shit. Is it interchangeable? Because <laughs> I definitely was using one of them the wrong way. It either sounded like I was doing a lot of shits or having too much sex. Yeah, I was. Yeah. That's Which like, one is it? Is laying pipe having sex or taking Laying dumps? pipe is definitely taking a shit. Okay, good. Oh, no, wait, wait. You, wait. But you could give pipe. No, yeah. laying, laying, you know, we're thinking of laying cable. Laying cable is taking, taking, taking a shit. Laying pipe. So electricians take shits, whereas plumbers <laughs> fuck. That's right. Yeah. Mario, Mario fucks. of course. And name one electrician who's ever fucked before. Um, Not Electro, the only electrician Pikachu. I can think of. Pikachu doesn't fuck. No, but he's electric. Sure, but no, but he, so therefore he doesn't fuck. I guess but, they fuck, man. They make like the baby ones. I think you can breed Pokemon now. But don't they. Pokemon just, just no, you just, you just get, get Pokemon the wet from it and put it in the you other just one. wet them. They're like gram- same gremlin rules. Yeah, That's sure. how Pokemon multiply. It's <laughs> <laughs> just me. I just patted my cat and she, she went ape shit, dude. Wow, well, fuck. Come on, it's okay. Damn, she went like uh, cookie style. Yeah, just someone like who's normally skirting. so placid. We're in Angus's house for the We're first back. time in forever. It's good, man. Um, it's G B and H. What's that? Good being home. Oh yeah, right. no, I like coming to you. I thought you meant like that Gerard G B H Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> Gerard Beppa who <laughs> No, he's always so drunk anyway. Remember I I that you know it's the first thing I knew about him, even as like an eight year old, was how drunk he was. Yeah, he was like the ex- was he even acceptably drunk or was he frowned he upon? He was French, so it's like interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, French, fuck. French people are, are just known as being Do we have French listeners? We have an Australian who lives in France. Oh cool. And we probably sense. have Canadians who probably like uh bask in, you know, an yeah, occasional yeah. That, but yeah, French people are known who for hold, who hold themselves above Americans because they know a bit of French and they have healthcare, <laughs> and, a, and, and their leader and, has and black a pres- face. Yeah, a president who dresses in black face. Yeah, yeah. Prime um, Minister. French people just drunk. Right? Trudeau, PM or, or or P. PM. PM. Yeah, they do PMs because it's a Commonwealth. Of course, I think I don't know if that's true. If that's why, um, maybe Japan can just do a Commonwealth Games. That'd be fun, but they're not a Commonwealth. Yeah, fuck. We could just give Commonwealth it to, is like, like mega racist. There's no rules now. Commonwealth is like just colonized places can enter. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a very like it's pretty thing ho- that made sense two hundred years ago. Oh, it's very it's terrible. Like, like Melbourne hosted them like ten years ago, right? <laughs> Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Melbourne, and we can make no. Fun Melbourne of- had the Olympics before we did. In like the 50s. Oh, yeah, that 36. 50s. 50s? Oh, no, Germany was 36. It was like the first year that televisions were around. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Melbourne. Where was it? In Australia, in Melbourne. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, the Sydney Games were the best. <laughs> year 2000. Very easy year to remember. It was sick. Everyone was excited. Everyone remembers our mascots. Um, Sid, Sid, Ollie, and o- Millie. Ollie. Ozzy and Millie. Ozzy? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And Millie, and then they had like a, a and it was a platypus, a kookaburra, and a and an echidna. Yeah, and then yeah. they had a frill neck lizard for the Paralympics, who was Lizzie. That's right. That's right. It was great. Everyone who remembers is, them. Yeah, the I, I I don't remember the the Atlanta one. I remember because there was a Super Nintendo get platformer based on it. Get Travis Scott on the line, the new creative strategic um, new Olympic uh, partners for um, yeah no uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawler, mm. but you play as Olympic, Olympic mascots. mascots. That'd be sick. And like former. Um, like Fido Dido, Red Dot, like all of the DLC, um, sure. DLC. Yeah, yeah. Soft drink, like Tony Olympic Tiger. partner soft drink downloads. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. That, that yeah. works. Sure. Because they always have, it's funny, they'll be like, Coca Cola, the official sponsor of the Olympic Games. It's like, no one in the Olympics has drank Coke for 10 years. Yeah. Like, and if you drink Coke, you're definitely not going to be going in the Olympics. Um, do you remember like the Atlanta Olympics? Um, those mascots were wild. Well, wasn't it a flame? Like it was like a yeah, like a weird it was a torch, and there was a platformer about it. I remember on SNES, they were like players, like that shit just wouldn't happen now. It'd be like a, a Facebook sticker pack. But yeah, they, back then they oh, used to its make its name like, was Izzy too. Oh, oh it was Lizzy. We had Lizzy for Paralympics. Yeah, he looks fucked. Izzy, do you want to know about Izzy? Izzy, the mascot for the Atlanta. Of course I do. Let's Olympics. rank. Let's rank the Olympic mascots since we've been alive. That's that's what we're doing, right now. Okay. Um, so it was named after it was the short term for what is it? So Izzy. So everyone want to know what is it? But that's uh, why they called it Izzy. Is um, it because they? Oh, is it, wait, was its unofficial name Izzy? No, that that's its name. Significant. So it they named, came up with the name Izzy as they debuted him. It wasn't a reaction to people going, "What is it?" No, it was, that was its name. It's so, Izzy, short for what is it? But that's so weird. So they designed this thing to purposely be unidentifiable. Yeah, it's a, a blue tear-shaped blob with rings around his eyes and tail. He wore high-top sneakers and had star-shaped pupils. His arms and legs were also short, with a toothy grin showing both rows of teeth. He was later modified to have longer limbs to give a more athletic look. Now, what I love there is a, a very particular type of autism is the person who <laughs> updates the Wikipedia for Olympic mascot histories, isn't there? Like, um, it's just like a the, very... There's a lot of great history there. Well, that's what I mean. It's yeah. like, it's very us. It's like the next logical step after fast food restaurant, like specialties. I'm... um. So, he was originally named What Is It, right? Yeah. And uh, the critical reception to his uh, first appearance at the 1992 Barcelona Games closing ceremony was like, this sucks. So, they remarketed oh, him. Oh, do, they, do um, they debut them at the end of the former Olympics? So, uh, in addition to re- renaming him Izzy, several changes were made to the mascot's appearance, including losing the bottom row of teeth, adding a nose, making the tongue visible, and making the limbs longer, skinnier, and more athletic. You know, it'd be sick. Like, you know, there's a, a market of the uh, <laughs> thrown away, like, designed, like, merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be sick. Like, Dude, oh, I, I've got a 1992 Izzy. This is a, this is a very good Wikipedia page. Um, there's there's a subheading called Izzy's Quest for Olympic Gold. Um, ACOG, Wait, this was the game on SNES, wasn't it? No, this is a this is a uh, a cartoon that was made by Film Roman. Um, 
uh, it was made to promote and expand his backstory. Um, the special only aired once on TNT in August 1995 and is now considered to be a lost piece of media. So nothing exists. No one has it. There's just, just one guy. So how guy do we believe the person who, who updated the, the wiki? And how, I guess it must have happened because they're pretty... Um, they're pretty good at updating that wiki. You know what I mean? Like they don't let any just anyone update it. Um, so he got he got ridiculed in media, um, and his nickname was the sperm in sneakers. <laughs> Who, can I get a citation? Uh, okay, sure. Um, Rovel Darren Rovel on ESPN.com. More marketing disaster than success is the name of the article. Interesting. Um, I'm getting the 1992 one up. Popular joke that circulated around in Atlanta around the end of the 1996 games a popular stated joke. that the blue line painted on Peachtree Road, which actually designated the route for the Olympic marathon, was Izzy's ass being dragged out of town. <laughs> so what I what I normally thought was when uh, they design like an animal, sorry, like a, a mascot, it, it has to have some kind of like symbolic link to maybe the city, but also the nation, like. This thing doesn't this, really have it, any. It, it, to the point where they were like, they were like, let's call it the what is it? It's like, just fucked. It's just nothing. It's just a cartoon that someone farted out. So, so Izzy's quest for the Olympic rings was a... Um, that's the one, is Published it? in 1995 for the Sega Genesis and 1996 for the Super Nintendo. Um, gameplay. Um, there's not much about this. Uh, yeah, there's reception. Um, Next Generation gave it two stars out of five and stated that... You have another side-scrolling action game that lives a lives a bad taste in your mouth. I want to get a copy of that. You know, oh fuck, we need to get all of the Olympic mascot video games. Was there one for Sid, Ozzy, and Millie? Well, what I'm done. I've gone back because the earliest mascots I can remember. Um, we actually uh, have so much to talk about tonight. Too. No, that's this fine. The is, earliest one I can remember is Kobe and Petra, and they were the 1992 Olympics. What do um, they look like? Well, they sperm and so sneakers. Do you the Olympics were in '92? In Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're actually... I remember Amigos para Siempre. Yes. The big, uh, the big song. So they were... Okay, so... Why Barcelona... don't I remember the Atlanta song? No, it, it just sounds like Who a got... disaster. What was it? Was it... Probably Bill Clinton blowing on a sax? Because <laughs> I think he was president. Kobe is a Catalan sheepdog in a Cuba style designed by Javier Mariscal and inspired by interpretations of Picasso of a masterpiece from Valaquez Las Meninas. He was unveiled to the public in 87. His name was derived from the Barcelona Olympic Organizing Committee. So look, that makes sense. He's inspired by like Cubist art, which originated from Spain. He's an animal from... Yeah, yeah, Which I, I believe that. is from Spain, a Catalan sheep dog. He looks a little bit like a Keith Haring character. Well, he's a European dog. And then uh, the Paralympics was Petra, who I guess had no arms, which I guess was why she competed in the Paralympics or something. <laughs> but I mean, okay, that to me, that's a better logo, right? Than... Izzy. Yeah, like absolutely. That, that, that has and some... Scene. It looks cooler too. Yeah, it's killer. Far more market. But I, I must say, a very small Wikipedia compared to... No one near enough controversy. Well, there's so much... Co- yeah, there's so much controversy. Okay, so you want to take back everything you said about the Atlanta Olympics? Yeah, who we got? Um, so performances from... Like, you know, these are less exciting. You, you had um, uh, Gloria Stefan, um, Celine Dion, Gladys Knight. Pretty cool. But there was... The, the song, the big song was called Summon the Heroes. Who was on it? It's a John Williams joint, and he performed Whoa. with an orchestra. Okay, that rules. <coughs> but it was it was opened by uh, by Bill Clinton. I don't. It doesn't say if he played any sax on. I reckon there was definitely sax. He in honked there. on some sax. Um, yeah, that's a what a funny 
like thing that you have to have like this dumb cartoon is and they're unveiled like five years before like the stadium was even built like it's just like this is the logo yeah totally so then we obviously we know uh sydney mascots were sid izzy no wait sydney mascots and then, and then Roy and HG had like a... Fat ass. The fat ass, the Which is, has been immortalized at this Olympic Stadium. There's a huge statue of it. That's amazing. Which is so... Okay, si- Ollie, Sid and Millie. It was Millie for Millennium, Ollie for Olympics and Sid for Sydney. And Ollie was... Okay, very small uh, one as well. Uh, Ollie was a kookaburra that represented the Olympic spirit of generosity. Sid from Sydney was a platypus. Represents the environment as well as the activity and energy from Australia and their population. This is such horseshit. It's great. <laughs> and Millie for Millennium, which, you know, uh, 2000 is the echidna knows everything about technology and numerical data. Like, imagine coming out of that. Uh, they were designed by Matthew Hattan and Joseph uh, Zakares. Who, who, who had never done any cartoons in the past or had any previous experience No, drawing. but he, he does have a wiki and is an Australian artist, animator, writer, toy designer. Okay, he's legit. Um, but I'm seeing what he's done. He co-created the comic book series Elf Quest Wave Dancers. <laughs> um, of course. Oh, and uh, he animated Jasmine and Aladdin in Jafar, The Return of Jafar and Aladdin and the King of Thieves and at Walt Disney oh, because there Animation was the, Australia. He was a principal right. animator. There was the, the, We had a Walt Disney studio. So he just made here. shit sequels. He made beautiful... Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas 2. I've seen that. Which is hilarious because that tells me there's Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas. Oh, that's what I've seen. I haven't seen the sequel to the He did Little sequel. Mermaid 2 Return to the <laughs> Sea, Lady and the Tramp 2 Scamp's Adventure, Return to Neverland, and Jungle Book 2, and Tarzan and Jane. So he did exclusively straight to video. Yeah, the, the, the um, Australian, the Japanese studios mostly did the um His the, wiki is huge, the TV by the shows. way. His wiki is so long. Like he's obviously up there. I, I, I feel bad for taking a shot at him. He's, no, he's I don't. Got, he's, got, he's got cred. Um, all right. So then there was what? The Greek Olympics. <laughs> yeah, find out who the first ever Olympic No, no, no. 2004. Was. Greek mascot games. <laughs> 04. Don't worry. We're only got like 16 years to go. Do you remember like the excitement? Oh, these when... ones look fucked. <laughs> What the fuck Athena is that? Athena and Fevos. What the hell is that? Um, I, I can't remember these ones. That looks like a Tommy Dazzler drawing. <laughs> it's a TDOG. And then there was a Seahorse. Zero consistency. That Seahorse one rules. So Athena and Fevos are one of the few examples of anthropomorphic mascots in the history of the Olympics. According to the official mascot webpage, their creation was inspired by ancient Greek dolls and their names linked to ancient Greece. Yet the siblings are children of modern times. This is horrible. Uh, yeah, so just, they looked like humans. The mascots were named after Greek. Oh, good. There's a controversy wiki. Um, Excellent. Uh, a group affiliated with Societas Hellensia Antiquatorium called the Greek Society of Friends and Ancients. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, they said it savagely insulted Greek culture and mocks the spiritual values of Hellenic civilization by degrading po- holy personalities for the Olympic Games. Um uh, so Very then we, boring. Then we get in uh, 2008, we're in Beijing. Beijing, of course. And we have the Fuwa, which means good luck dolls, also known as friendlies. Um, there are five Show of me. them. You have Bei Bei, Jin Jing, Huan Huan. Oh, they're sick. Ying Ying and Nini. And they just look like little like Mogwai, but pretty much like little baby pandas. They're with, dope. Like, different colors. There's a blue one, a black one, a red one, a yellow one, and a green one. Yeah, they're great. Are they Power Rangers color- colors? Yeah. yeah. It's the Power are. Rangers colors. Um, and they were designed by Han Meilin, a famous Chinese artist. Um, superstitions. Oh, wow. Here we go. In the months leading up to the Olympics, coincidental similarities between the characters and several events 
became um, were noted on internet blogs under titles such as Curse of the Fuwa. Um, some Chinese citizens have taken to calling the characters Wuwa, which meant witch dolls. Hua! Online criticism of the dolls Wait, do was frequently censored. Oh, that, that's unlike China. Um, Nini, a swallow thought to be a kite, was blamed for the kite city of Weifang T195 train accident. Oh. Nini was also believed to be a locust and associated with a locust plague that infested Inner Mongolia in June 2008. Wow, this is fucking bonkers. Ying Ying, a Tibetan an- an- antelope, was blamed for the 2008 Tibetan unrest. unrest. Huan Huan, representing the Olympic flame for the Sydney Olympic Summer Olympics torch relay protests. Jing Jing, a panda, was blamed for the Sichuan earthquake. Wait, so were these all the mascots? And then Bei Bei, a Chinese sturgeon of water and sea element, was blamed for the 2008 China floods. It'd be great if, like, they blamed the West Connects construction being really slow on, like, oh my Lizzie, God. The, 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 like, mascot. They're like, oh, it's like <laughs> okay. the lizard's problem. We were like, oh, these are great. Like, the Chinese mascots are great. There's no controversy thing. This so this is the wildest story yet. What? Okay, so this subheading is Killer Barracuda. Bebe is represented by a Chinese sturgeon. Five Wait, sturgeons. what's a sturgeon? That's a fish, right? <laughs> yep. Animal Crossing. It's Five funny. sturgeons were presented by China to Hong Kong, with each fish representing an Olympic ring, in addition to the motherland's love for Hong Kong, special administrative region. The smallest of the five sturgeon was bitten by one of the barracudas housed in the same aquarium and died the day after being publicly released into the city's theme park aquarium, Ocean Park. <laughs> Necropsy, necropsy showed that the bite was not aggressive, but a reflex action from contact between the fish. Ocean Park said no one is at fault since in the almost 10 years in the eight barracudas had been with the park, they had never shown any signs of aggression. Wow. <laughs> the, that's amazing. And then the, the, the official word was, the public do not need to worry too much because all fish die. I, I mean, that's that's always been my stance. And then, this is my favorite part. This is the last thing on this Wikipedia page. Han Mei Lin, the designer of these. Han Mei Lin suffered two heart attacks while designing the Fu Wa. Oh, nice. Yeah, well done, Han. Good official statement. 2012, where are we at? Um, t- so, I'm glad this one's wound up on me. We are in England. Yep, <laughs> London Games. Oh, and the characters are called Wenlock and Mandeville. So, Wenlock was the mascot of the Olympic Games. While what Mandeville, are they meant to be? They, the teeth? closest thing, they look like a minions. Yeah, but like if minions were teeth. What, show me the one you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah very miniony. So, here we Wenlock go. Wenlock and According Mandeville. to the associated fictional storyline by Michael Morpurgo, they were formed from the last... Like, what I love that you know that there's like a wiki or a Reddit out there of people who are like into the lore of mascots. So they were formed and from God the last. Them. May they girder. sleep well every night. They were made from the last girder, which is like I guess like a construction thing of the Olympic Stadium. Their skins are made of highly polished steel, allowing them to reflect the personalities and appearances of the people they meet. Their one eye has a camera on their heads, which is kind of fucked because doesn't like London have CCTV everywhere? Isn't that its <laughs> like thing? So Wenlock. Oh, this is great. This is very. Uh, Hey fam, British, uh, a governor or whatever it was called. Wenlock's name is inspired by Much Wenlock in Shropshire, England, where in 1850, the Wenlock Olympian Society held its first Olympian Games regarded as... I'm just going to crack open a jellied eel. Yeah, crack open, sit down and crack one open. 
Uh, now it sounds like fucking J.R. Tolkien, which was held its first Olympic Games regarded as inspiration for the modern Olympics. The five friendship, five friendship rings on the wrists correspond to the five rings and the three points of his head represent three places on the podium. Insane. So then they had animated shorts. I guess we've really reached the... Uh, um, the social media era, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they had a, a British children's book writer, Michael Morpurgo, wrote the story concept and an animation titled Out of a Rainbow, produced by the London office of Beijing-based Crystal CG, blah, blah, blah. The music or whatever. The official song on a rainbow was written by McFly's Tom Fletcher, which is probably someone you should have toured with in that like throwback <laughs> yeah, British yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, sure, if they ever come they back. They had a comic strip uh, in the Beano, starting from issue 3601. It was written, uh, it doesn't matter. Beano, of course, is the UK's One Piece. Yeah, it is uh, <laughs> the lo- longest running anime by people with uh, eels that they eat as jellied as opposed to sushi. Reception, the mascots received mixed reviews. Great yeah, reviews said both are one. clearly of the digital age. <laughs> and we have to say... We think they look rather good. However, others were more critical with one columnist claiming that the pair were the product of drunken one-night stand between a Teletubby and a Dalek. Others have compared the mascots to Izzy, the mascot of the 1996 Summer Olympics, another critically panned mascot. Others still remarked the pair resemble Kang and Kodos from The Simpsons. However, it has been found that the target audience, 5 to 15-year-olds, found them appealing. Media critic James Bridle observed that the character's huge eyes make them fitting mascots for London, the most surveyed city on the earth with the highest ratio of CCTV. There we go. Wow. Exactly what I said. Um, and look, I think I've had enough. Yeah. Um, Talking about them. I, I don't understand. Like, I, I, I think Sydney's one, very tame, very like... Yeah, just make them Predictable Australian animals. shit. People but love Australian animals, though. Like, that's foreigners what, that's love what I mean. Them. Like, at least they're, they're a marketable mascot and, like... Unique to Australia. I don't look back at that and, and go, ugh, when I they see their design. But they're also, like, they're unique to this country, whereas fucking these dildo-looking like, yeah, minions could be any Olympics. Make the, the mascot of the fucking British Olympic Games a, bad ge- teeth a jellied a eel. Or something. Just a jellied eel. 100%. This is just, like, a, just a white jelly thing in a Spotted jar. Spotted dick and a jellied eel. Dick, yeah, perfect. Um... <laughs> What was next? Um, so next we are in Rio, uh, Rio, uh, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And these easily, for me, the best mascots. They look like Pokemon. They're so they sick. They look like Pokemon, don't so they? So they are uh, Vinicius and Tom. And Vinicius is like a monkey? like a monkey cat person. Um, I guess what will describe what they are in a minute. Um, and uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Vinicius is <laughs> Let's talk about Borat too Half an hour on The <laughs> summer Olympic mascots We can remember um, Vinicius's design Represents Brazilian wildlife Combining aspects of cats Monkeys and birds While Tom's design And Tom is like this like Little blue squirtle dude But like covered Like with it's hair like made squirtle of leaves. squirtle means Bulbasaur <laughs> Yeah so it, and He represents Brazilian plant life Very good well, but And um, the, they're named after um, Vinicius de Moraes which is oh yeah, um, a I don't know what it is a poet. He's a poet. Yes, he's a poet, a lyricist, essayist, and diplomat from Brazil. Um, and then Tom was uh, named after Tom Hobim, the co-writer. Oh wait, no, they were named after both of these guys, Vinicius and and Tom, uh, were the co-writers of the song "The Girl from Ipanema." Oh, there we go. Yeah, no controversies. Uh, no characteristics reception. Everyone said. Um, everyone said it's 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 the the like the mascots always look strange. Rio de Janeiro is no ex- exception, but they're far from the they're by far not the craziest Olympic animals to ever exist. 
Okay. Everyone does very tiny. Like they're, they're very sweet, crowd simple. Um, yeah, cool. Good on everyone. Says a lot of people say they look like Pokemon. Yeah, but they now, should. Well, you know, very fitting because the next one was the Japanese 2020 mascots who. I guess uh, going to become was everyone, right? Pardon? Wasn't it like everyone, or did they actually? No, make no, an they've made one? them. There's uh, Miratoa is the official mascot, which is this thing. Oh, it looks like a Pokemon. Yeah, actually looks like a Pokemon, and a pink version essentially. You got your blue and red versions. Uh, the one on the right is Somaiti. Uh, yeah, Somaiti. Checker design on both was inspired by the official logo. While the pink was designed by uh, inspired the cherry blossoms, I love this. Both fictional characters various superpowers such as teleportation. Fucking, <laughs> of course they do. They were des- designed by Japanese artist Ryo Tanaguchi. The mascots were selected from a competition process. Blah blah blah. History. Yeah. Oh, see. So they had a. I remember this. They had public vote, and I prefer these ones. The Tanuki-looking fox. Yeah, me too. I, I think they went with like the weird, the worst ones. Yeah, they went with super lame ones. Um, they once again want to appeal to, uh, kids, it's, yeah. I, I guess. But then they also had, um, the Tokyo 2020 Olympic amb- ambassadors. Yeah. Which was like <coughs> Sonic. So Sailor Moon, Luffy from One Piece, Naruto, Goku, Cure Miracle and Cure Magical of Pretty Cure, Huge. Astro Boy, Shin Chan and, <laughs> and Jibanyan of Yokai Watch. Insane. That DS game. That's so funny. Yeah. No, no Sonic, unfortunately. But I thought, Mar- oh yeah, to the disappointment of some fans, Pikachu, Mario, and Doraemon did not make the cut. What um, do you think the process was? Do you think it was drug testing, like with Olympians? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think? Do you think they were like just smoking crack or something? Mario was on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was steroids. Steroids. <coughs> I mean, he does. You can't see it. Steroids. Oh yeah, sure. Growth hormones. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Siri. It's on steroids. Uh, Cool, cool, cool. She just, she just let you know some information about steroids. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, calling great. my guy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that, that of course, is our long-winded uh, Olympic celebration uh, for Travis Scott. If you now- would be asked, though, like if someone came to you and was like, we need you to design an Olympic logo, what after learning looking at these ones, uh, we've obviously learned a lot. What would you? What, what do you think is key in 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 like successfully designing something that won't be an easy? Unless Ridiculous, you want an yeah. easy, of course. <coughs> uh, I think you want to you want to make it after an animal. You want to make it look like an animal. Sure, I guess the human looking ones are kind of lame. I thought that the Atlanta one actually looks kind of cool. The British one, by far, the worst. The Greek the Greek ones too were fucked. Oh yeah, they were fucked. Also fucked. You don't want to look like a kid's drawing, but you also want to have like a, a childlike simplicity. Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess it comes down. They're going to be people walking around in suits. I guess you want to mirror that Disneyland experience, and you know the bulk of like the big things walk around Disneyland are like animal people. You yeah. know what I mean, like anthropomorphic animals or whatever. Yeah, I think making it look like a Pokemon is a great, great idea. Making it look like, like maybe like a mech would look cool, like robots. That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> well, maybe like the mascot is like yeah, like a little one and a big one, and the little one can ride the big one. Like mech style. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, or it's like it's a um, evolution, like Pokemon. Um, what's uh like Voltron? So like they all form yeah, that'd together. be nice. Form together would be yeah. sick. And make that's what. That, why don't they do that? And then just fucking franchise it. Because only make a series. White, only like white nerds get anime better than Japanese people. So they <laughs> obviously consulted the wrong people. Um, but yeah, Travis Scott, he's the new uh, creative, the the latest um, big creative uh, no, let's partnership. Just, let's just pump the brakes a bit. We've we got to go back. We've had Fortnite. He changed the game with Fortnite. The first week of COVID, Travis Scott did the first like COVID concert, essentially that wasn't like 
some cunt on a guitar on Instagram Live. Yep. He 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 went sicko mode in Fortnite. Then he, he premiered a song in there. Then he hit us with Tenet. Tenet. He did. <laughs> Chris the- Nolan said it was the final piece of the film. He'd been, you know, scratching his head over for a year. Then he fed the people. He, he, he fed the, the people Travis of America with the Travis Scott meal. He, he looked at the humble quarter pounder and said, how can I make this How can I better? make that a little more lettucey and bacony? And they said, well, we've got the answers. How can I make that Sprite a little smaller but with a lot more ice? And <laughs> how can I get that uh, that that ketchup a little more barbecuey, smokier? smokier. Yeah, yeah. Hit us with the Travis Scott meal. Still, to me... Changed the way we eat. Still, to me, like the pinnacle of culture in 2020. That, to me, I think... That that outstrips COVID for me. Like to me, it comes hand in hand. Yeah, sure. It's like a um, the Lord giveth, symbiotic the Lord relationship. Away. It's like COVID happened, therefore the Travis Scott meal happened. One can't exist without the other. Absolutely, we couldn't get the Travis Scott meal if COVID never happened. And Australia still has COVID would never happen without the promise of like without you know Travis Scott's meal coming. <laughs> Maybe you would have had pangolin on it originally. I don't know. Uh, then. We thought that was it. We thought, where can we go from here? We knew that he had um, the new PS5 controller before anyone else, before any reviewer, any press, any, any, any influencer. Yeah. But Travis Scott put up a photo of him like holding it, wearing his funny pants, being leather like, pants, looking cool as hell, being like, "Damn, I, I could play PS5. this forever." Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, we had no idea why he had it before anyone else. And but also, it made sense because yeah, we didn't. He's we had didn't such a monumental he year. Shouldn't have it, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, now he now he is officially a creative partner on PlayStation. He released a thirty-seven second <laughs> video featuring like black and white photos of videos of people's pants and and shoes, and then it's him sitting on a couch with that controller. He's being blasted with with air with air, <laughs> having a wild time. Um, and so that's the latest in uh, in Travis Scott's uh, insane twenty twenty. Yeah, um, and he's left us with a statement though. In the video, he is silent, but if we go, uh, the, he he's left an exciting message on the PlayStation um, blog, which Travis Man of many words, if we found this year after his um his his review of Tenet, which has been immortalized as you literally just have to see it. Uh, still my favorite review, non-committal review ever. He has uh, hit us with, I'm really looking forward to being able to showcase everything that Cactus Jack has worked on with Sony and the PlayStation team. Most importantly, I'm excited to see how the PlayStation fans and family respond, and I look forward to running some games with everybody very soon. Just and that's the statement, which essentially says nothing. Running some games, which is a phrase I've what never heard before. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Houston. It's it's like a Houston. That's what they say in Houston, of course. It's like it's like when you get a quarter pounder in Houston, you'll find lettuce and uh, bacon on it, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, so we introduce everybody to uh, uh, Jay Balvin. Uh, who is the next person to get a McDonald's meal, a la the Trevor Scott meal? And then, interestingly enough, there's been some Jay Balvin news this week. You uh, you actually referred to him as the inverse. So he's the inverted Travis Scott. He will tenant be tenant style. He's tenant style. He is. They've met in the middle of the McDonald's meal, and now he is bypassing as Travis goes forward to the PlayStation. He is going backwards and will be performing live in uh, Fortnite. Fortnite, just like Travis Scott did many months ago. It's insane, isn't it? I think he's gonna. Um, announced a creative um, partnership with the PS4 next. No, with the Xbox keeps going One. Backward. Yeah. Wait, is that the new one? Or no, it's no Se- Xbox. No one knows, but Xbox oh. Series X or was S. that real? That tweet that was going around this week that was like, did you say the one that was like whoever named PlayStation? 2? Oh yeah, that, that's a real tweet. That's an actual fucking hell. Yeah, should I find it? Yeah, I, I could not understand it because um, it was a tweet that was like whoever named the PlayStation to 
the PlayStation 2 retroactively needs like a huge pay rise and like an eight figure pay, and an pay eight rise. Figure pay, like, yeah. <laughs> because it was like the most confusing sentence I've ever read. It was an IGN article, I guess. So it was an IGN tweet, which was the Xbox Series S will not run Xbox One X enhanced versions of backwards compatible games, but will instead run Xbox One S versions of Xbox One and Xbox 360 titles. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. That's that it. is so confusing. So right? confusing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like when you see those... um photos of um street signs and like they've been divvied up into like all these different sections where like depending on what time of day it's a loading zone or, or it's a 15 oh, minute yeah, zone yeah, 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 but yeah. on sundays you can only be there for one two hour. hours yeah you're yeah like, you're like and you just drive away you're like i yeah, just exactly, I, i'm yeah. confused um that's that's the xbox's new forte balvin <laughs> balvin they're calling you balvin and the chipmunks pick up the phone um, so, uh, look, at some point tonight, we're also going to talk about... Um, my wife too. My wife too. No, we're actually going to start talking about that now. Yeah. But um, My wife too. We've got some other stuff to talk about later in PayFam, but let's kick it off. We've got Borat 2. The movie that, one, surprised me that it was even going to exist at all. Two, the biggest surprise was they announced it, like, it was less than a month out, right? Yeah. I remember earlier this year, there was sightings of Borat with the paper bag on his head. I remember that making rounds. Right. I guess because um, Sasha Baron Cohen was doing... Who was America. Who was America. Well, I guess I just expected Borat yeah, to Yeah, I remember the Country that. Steve uh, thing was out. They're like, oh, it looks like Sasha Baron Cohen went to a right-wing rally. And because he was disguised as someone, yep. uh, they were like, oh, it's... Yeah, it could have been for Who Was America. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we, we heard that there was an announcement of, of, of Borat 2 about a month ago and then like the fact that it was going to be on Prime. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, likes to come into streaming, just avoiding the mess that every other movie has gotten into this year. Yeah. Where like, you know, and I think Borat can't have that in-studio argument of like, do we wait? Because this film is so topical. It's so pre-election. Um, and I wonder if it's going to date it or it's going to be like this amazing artifact of, of 2020. I think it's, it, it'll be the, I, I'm thinking it'll be the latter. Especially um, with the COVID stuff. It'll be like, a, oh yeah, remember that? So I, in the lead up to this, I suddenly, even though like, I, like, uh, I liked the first Borat movie. I really enjoy Sacha Baron Cohen. I never saw Bruno. I saw Bruno. It's um, not as good as Borat by any means. I didn't find... I mean, Borat to me is like the perfect comedic character. Like, he's that, like... You know, it's like the Eric Cartman thing. They say despicable shit, but because they're an idiot, you're like, yeah. let it happen. Um, I remember that. Yeah, I've seen that first movie and like... I've, I've only ever seen it the one time. Oh, um, really? I've seen I, it. I watched it again this year. I've actually... The thing I've watched the most is a... Um, DVD extra on Borat. So maybe I have seen it twice because I watched it on DVD too. There's a DVD extra. You can watch it on um, YouTube if you just search Borat Cheese. And it's him. And this, and this, yeah. and this. It's just him in, in a supermarket. supermarket going and he's got, like got two minutes. the staff of his of, of, of the supermarket, like the manager or whatever. He's walking through the cheese section and he's asking the, the, the attendant like, and what is this? And what is cheese. this? That's cheese. cheese. What is this? What is this? Surely this is not cheese. It's cheese. What is it? And it's like just, so he goes, long. And he goes all the way to the end of the aisle and then goes right back to the beginning of the aisle and then starts Second going. Row. It, oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. It's like... Deleted I, scene. Just absolutely destroys me. I, I wish I saw that on the big screen because I would have like been a dribbling mess. Uh, yeah, I, I saw the first one on the big screen. And just no, like, I did. I, mean, I wish I saw that. Oh, that I was just like, I lo- on the big screen. screamed the whole time. It was yeah, just yeah. like, I was perfect age. What was it? 2006? Yeah, but I mean, like the things that like I, I read, like a lot of criticism of this movie because I finished watching it, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like, I was excited for it just because it was such a weird thing to come out of nowhere. In Dude, it's been such a hellish year um, on so many fronts. Of I could not believe how much I liked Borat too. Like, and from the get go, like the op- oh man, when the opening line is like. My name, like, no spoilers, but spoilers. My yeah. Marsh, My name, name is Borat. Borat. My my wife is, is nice. nice. Not. not that's the fucking opening line. To me, I reckon that was a non-negotiable. Like, imagine being told, "Okay, you're writing Borat too. Where the fuck do you start? Of course, you start with a my wife joke. But like, I love that. Like, you know, surely there's someone in that writing room that's like, "Okay, now we don't want to beat people over the head with the lines that they already no. know." Borat. Let's says. get them out of the way. And some genius was just like, "No, no, it needs to be." All of them at once, immediately, and then a wow, wow, wee, wow, a minute <laughs> like, in, yeah. like just keep them coming, and then sparingly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I, but I just love that they went so hard with it. At the it's start. great. It was. Yeah. It, it's how it had to start. If it didn't start like that, I would have been so pissed. Um, but yeah, like th- that first Borat movie, like it's a road trip movie. You know, I, I remember everyone saying like so the first reviews I read of Borat too. They were saying like there's no knockout moment like the um the naked chase between. Oh, Borat. Him and, and I was like, that was your favorite part of That's Borat? not the best part at all. Yeah. It was, and I, I, like, lots of people mentioned that that was like the big show stopping scene from the first movie. And for me, that was just not why I like this character. No. 
Um, <laughs> I always remember, I forget who it is, but when he's speaking to like a black politician and calls him like chocolate face or something. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just so fucked. Um, but the first one was like testing the patience of the American people. Like that to me was like the film. It was like breaking point of people's politeness and like... Um, for me, uh, it's when he actually like he hangs out with I guess a group that you would consider alt right. Yeah. In that movie, like, like it's like a young, it's like college, like these just these fucked. Oh, the frat boys. Frat boys. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That's the best. That's the most cutting. Because it is saying it's like it, that to me is like what all gas no breaks is now. Sure. Yeah. You're yeah. just like oh yeah, it's just like young people getting a camera in front of them and saying like the most fucked shit because they're dumb and drunk. Yeah, and so I I, I guess like I was like oh we're gonna get more of that in this movie and you get a version of that but it's unlike anything in the first Borat movie it doesn't try to be the Borat movie like the first one it's yeah, exactly. got its own agenda because I feel like he's already like unearthed that there are fucked people in America he could do the same movie again but I just don't think it would be a, like who he doesn't strike me as someone who's like let's recreate the same project like he's yeah, like totally. let's do something different um, so this revolves around him, like you know. The funniest thing I've seen is all these people, and it's like you see it with everything. Someone was like, "Oh, I didn't like this. I hate that he's gotten all political now." Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> it's like Ali G is like everything he's ever done. Yeah, he literally had politicians on the Ali G yeah. show that he made fun of. Totally, it's so yeah. funny. It's like when they're like, "Oh, I don't like that Star Wars is political now." It's like it's literally about <laughs> like ta- like the first movie is about Richard Nixon and like <laughs> Vietnam War. Like fucking hell. The prequels trilogy. The main character is the Senate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This hello. <laughs> so funny um so yeah like the um uh the the opening is kind of like yeah like borat filling you in he's like now working in like a chain gang mining uh, the last film embarrassed his pe- the nation of kazakhstan and he's been uh punished with a life sentence of slavery um have you found like if you go on sasha baron cohen's um instagram right now the most recent comments are from angry kazakhs oh wow well they've checked they've now they're I've noticed that last movie uh, was, the, you know, the the nation distanced itself from the last movie. But apparently, as of today, they've started advertising, saying "Visit Kazakhstan." It's very nice, and using it as like an official slogan and embracing the sequel. I've watched a number of uh, Kazakhstan um, like tourism videos. Yeah. it is a very beautiful country, but God, it is they are such funnily produced videos. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah, like almost Borat-esque. Well, it's like really, really badly dubbed. That's awesome. And like, but like dubbed by extremely European-sounding people trying to do an American accent. Very cool. It's awesome. Very cool. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess that is one of the. You know, we all, all often talk about like Italians being the last uh, race that you can like impersonate and make fun of, and no one bats an eyelid. Mm. But I guess Eastern Europeans, nondescript like, Eastern Europeans. Yeah, and I think like. I, I can see people having trouble processing like, oh, is he making fun of Eastern Europeans? But I think the fact that he is making fun of Kazakhstan and the fact that no one knows anything about Kazakhstan, like, you know, the majority of people watching have no idea about Kazakhstan. So he makes up all the shit that Borat's country is. Totally, and his for. language is like like Hebrew and stuff. That he Yeah, he says, speaks like- in, in this movie, he speaks Hebrew. In the last movie, he was speaking... I think Polish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think that his mostly. daughter speaks Bulgarian in this. Like, there's no fact. <laughs> yeah. It's just whatever. And they just add the subtitles beneath. Yeah. Um, Which is in itself extremely funny. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that there, there's a lot that he's like, you know, doing with this character beyond just like, you know, saying what, what we were. Oh, he says two in the whole film. Well, we were. He says, yeah. what, he says it. No, he says he's it once when he gets his balls hit at the start. Yeah. And then he says it at the end when he realizes what's going on and drops his glass in slow motion. And he does like a, wah, 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 wah. Like a, you know, like it's very sparingly used. 
It was he was always my favorite part of the Ali G show. Oh, likewise, yeah. Just his yeah. interviews. Like I was I was watching a bunch today. Like when he goes to like the. Remember he goes to like eat dinner at the, like the Lord and Lady's house and he's learning like the manners beforehand yeah. and he's like, I need to take shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and, he, like, co- and you know, he comes back and goes, I had I a good shit. Had a good shit. <laughs> I love that. It's just funny, man. Like, you know, like it's, it's like jackass. It's just like, it's just funny. There's no, yeah, you can say it's dumb or you can say it's immature or it's pretty, like it's not furthering things. But I'm like, fuck no, it's at its core. Borat and Jackass are like the funniest things on the planet. As, <laughs> as fucking basic as that makes me sound, I will happily watch anything. The movies are great. The series are great. It's all good. It's just that it's core, like, extremely funny shit. So this movie was directed by Jason Wallner, who I know from... Um, do you remember that Human Giant show? Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. With Aziz, Aziz and, and, and Rob Hubel and Paul Shear. Yeah, the, it was an MTV sketch comedy show. Um uh, but he also, I think Jason Wallner did a lot of Nathan for you. Yes. And um, Nathan Fielder is uh, one is of the. Thank you in this. So I think he did some a lot of the writing. He did a Who's America stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did that sketch where they wanted to put like a uh, something in town. I forget. But yeah, this is Jason Wallner's first movie. But yeah, he has like he did Human Giant. He did Eagle Heart on uh, Adult Swim, um, The Last Man on Earth. Um, Parks and Recreation, Nathan for You, and John ben- John, John Benjamin has a van. Vibey. So lots of great shit. Um, but this is, yeah, I guess, his first kind of like big movie. But we're like going into this, you know, the marketing's great, I guess, because you find out this movie is like about him learning to love his daughter, who's he's never met. Yeah, and so and we've never met either. Yeah. We didn't know she existed. Like you know, he talks about his sons. We meet his sons in the first movie. We see them grown up now, and they hate him. Uh, but his daughter is is you know stuck in a cage in the in the backyard, and uh, and she basically like hitches a ride with Borat when he gets sent to the government to uh, try and win over Donald Trump. Yes, uh, because uh, he Kazakhstan wants to be friends with Trump. Yeah. By presenting him with Johnny the Monkey, the <laughs> the <laughs> arts <monkey>. minister. <laughs> I just like some of the writing is so biting and funny, and like and and like you know like very well written satire, and then some of it is just like the simplest stupid shit. Like Johnny the Monkey, Johnny is the Monkey's arts minister. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like that's so funny. It's so stupid. And Johnny the Monkey <laughs> ends up getting eaten by his daughter on the way over to America. I love that, like, yeah, you saw you get this, like, seemingly throwaway joke that Borat was shipped to America mm. um, on, on the longest because route it's cheap. as possible because it's cheap. Um, and you don't think anything of it at You're the just time. like, oh, it's a funny visual guy. Yeah, totally. When you see the map, like the Indiana Jones flying across a nation, you see a boat, yeah. And I love they have, like, that, like, it's like it's Bulgarian music that kind of, like, bump, oh, bump, 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 yeah. bump, 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 But you have I'm them, not going to pretend to know. They have them playing, like some quite recognizable songs throughout the movie. Um, if you, Oh yeah. I can't, it's like one of them is like, um, gummy bear. I'm a gummy bear. Uh, Anyone who has kids will know that song. Um, and, uh, I love that. Yeah. Like when, when you see like the, the the animatic of his ship going around the world, it's like, you know, just like, you know, the whole thing just has like this very fun, fast energy. It's really quickly edited. Um, there's a lot more... It's a well-paced movie, man. There's a lot more plot in this movie than the first one. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are criticizing that. But I, 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 I'm I'm just... I admire that he was able... Like, I know he shot some of it last year, but the bulk of it was shot this year. Well, yeah. I mean, this film... Amidst a COVID. A huge plot point like, becomes about COVID. And it's just like... I'm so curious to see how this movie was made and... I want to know what it was originally process, going to be pre-COVID. Like, yeah. what was the... 
what was like, the plan when they decided to change it all and everything sorry my cat's being really cute i'm just taking a photo of it oh god she's a gorgeous cat <laughs> she's being insane huh she's lying on her back um pouring the air She's being insane. Um, yeah, I'm so curious to be like, what Next was time the- you say my cat, can you say it for her voice? Yeah, my cat. Beautiful. Um, I'm just so curious is like, what was going to happen? Because, and I guess it becomes a plot point in the movie because they keep changing the title of the film every time the plot changes. Yeah, which, I, which is a great bit. Such a good gag. Yeah. Yeah, extremely funny gag. And I have to hand it to the actress who plays Borat's daughter. She's amazing. Because she could have like easily been the most hated character yeah. in a movie of 2020. Yeah. Even more hated than... I'm trying to think of what's the worst movie we saw this year. That fucking owl that dies at the beginning of Sonic. <laughs> she she could have been the owl from Sonic, but she yep. became the James Marsden from Sonic. <laughs> like, it, you can't imagine Sonic without it. Yeah. Um, she, I was reading, she was like auditioned out of like, you know, those 5,000 girls, I think. Right. Or 500, it's one of the two I will never check again. <laughs> and... She just had graduated film school. I don't think she's ever done a film before. Which is and very important because a big plot point of this is that Borat can't be Borat in America. Yeah. Because everyone recognizes him so much so that... Well, the first when film he goes is canon in this, which I love. And he's like, I was... You see him at the premiere in Hollywood. And he's like, I was disgraced. And yeah, yeah, like this movie disgraced my nation. Like it works in like how Kazakhstan felt about it. Like it's very meta in that sense. Yes, definitely. And but then, like it makes sense that he hired someone who has very little yeah. credits to her name yeah. so far. Um, I wonder if any of the stuff they're filming with, because they work into it that Borat has to wear disguises. Do you think at any point they're like, oh, maybe we can use this for Who Is America? Because a big part of that show is him disguising himself. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I, I do like though that he's not him playing a particularly good character. No, he's like it's always just, it's a shit ob- accent. Very obviously Borat trying to yeah. be a different character. And the names are so funny that he comes up with. Oh fuck! I meant to write down. There was like Philip, Doctor Philip Drummond, the third. There's there's one that's just like so. Again, yeah. it's like Johnny the Monkey style funny. Let me find. Yeah, they're, I was, they're actually on online. Someone made a, a list of all the Borat na- yeah. fake names. <laughs> Borat two. Borat two fake names. Dot Tumblr dot com. Fake names. It was like Cliff something. Yeah, I, I'm trying to trying to remember, figure out what the fuck it is. God, I don't I don't know if it's in here. It could be fake names. I tried finding it, but uh, yeah, look, like someone put it in the in the Hey Fam Discord for us. Yeah, so it was like Cliff something. I'm probably gonna watch it for a third time. <laughs> yeah, I watched it twice. It's so good. Uh, so yeah, um, his his daughter is a stowaway to America. And, oh, uh, Cliff Safari. Cliff Safari. That's the one. Yeah, there's Cliff Safari. Um, yeah, Cliff Safari was one. Cliff Safari is a great fake name. John Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Philip Drummond III. Um, and Country Steve. Country Steve. Yeah, that's great. But I, I like Cliff Safari the Cliff most. Safari is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she stows away. She, she goes to America with Borat. And uh, I guess a lot of it is about like the, you know, non-existent um, gender relations in, in, in Kazakhstan. Yeah, that you, 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 there's a manual of how to raise a woman and it's just like the most archaic shit. Like it's a, a government official manual and it's like stories to teach women not to masturbate else they'll be like sucked into their v- teethy vagina or just like it's fu- it's very it, it's like a great visual gag. And, you know, they both consult it and believe it to be canon. And then, like, you know, Tudor, which is the daughter, is, like, radicalized by, you know, 
to a degree, like the freedom in America and it's yep. taught by women, like great, great, maybe real people, like actors, we still don't know at this stage. Well, I mean, Borat, the first Borat movie, to my memory, only finds bad people to be, to be alongside Borat, right? No, I remember there's that like bigger black woman who's like very sweet and like takes him in or he wants it to be his wife or oh, something. Yeah, that's right. That was And nice. it's like this yeah, yeah, nice yeah. sweet moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I do remember that. But this one there were there were several moments where he is with good people. He's with people that yeah, they make you there's a thing where you, you, you like go, well they they're cunts, but I don't know. They're like taking this person in. No, what about the, the old ladies in the synagogue? Oh, that seems incredible. And then the um, uh, the woman who he hires to be the um, babysitter. babysitter. Yeah, those people are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she's kind of radicalized and is like, no, you you know, you're a woman. Like, you know, the plans change. Instead of presenting Johnny the monkey, they'll present his daughter to Michael Pence. So they're like, let's get her like you know made up. Let's get her breasts enlarged and all these people. Are like, you don't need she's to do like, that. Why can't you just put potatoes in there? Just so good when she's describing masturbating. Oh she's my like, god! I put my hand in my cunt. That was that was probably the biggest laugh at like for this me in Repu- movie. women and Republicans. Like it was just such a brilliant choice of word. Yeah, because she normally they say like you know kram or you she know, just went in, in my cunt. <laughs> Is insane, and the look on the women's faces as they as they yeah. hear, like, it's one thing to be an actor, yeah, but to do it on that level where you are to do it where your energy is on Sasha Baron Cohen's level, and you're like having to spar with him is insane. Yeah, like it's insane that she pulled it off. But like when he's with her though, like. At least you know that he's got your back. Yeah, she does several scenes without him, and they're including the ones... like the, one of the biggest ones, the biggest one in the world. Like yeah, the of course, Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani yeah. And um, I, yeah, I, I was in awe of the fact that this you know very young actor with little film experience. Was she's able amazing. To she's incredible. Give her. She's insane. Give her the Oscar. Give, give her, her the biggest milf. Biggest milf to Borat's daughter. <laughs> biggest dilf. Shared Sonic and Borat. Okay, at the, at the Olympic Games. At the Olympic Games. Yeah, <laughs> with Travis Scott. With Travis Scott as the <laughs> mascot. Um, do you have a favorite scene from this movie? I like the debutante ball where she. Uh, debutante ball is amazing. I mean, I dance. really like the synagogue scene. I think that's yeah. just like a, mo- a really beautiful moment <laughs> when he comes in dressed movie. up as like fucking Nazi propaganda Jew with this huge nose. And they don't bat an eyelid. No. They just accept him and they. It's amazing. Want to give the movie's him a dedicated hug. apparently to the one of the women who died. Yes. Um, but when he's like comes in with like devil wings, horns, huge crooked nose, the. Curls, uh, excuse my ignorance for uh, Judaism. I have no idea. The Hasidic Jew mm-hmm. curl thing. Um, and sh- she's like, look, you don't have to be scared of us. Uh, look, my nose doesn't look like that. We've got normal noses. And he's like, well, hers is actually still a bit big. <laughs> like, just like just takes it to there still. Yeah. Um, the cake scene where it's like Jews will... <laughs> Right? Oh my god, yeah. It just doesn't bat an eyelid. Yeah, yeah. And then the, when she bought, gets the treat, the yeah. cake with the baby. And he's in like it. clicking the thing. Oh, I, but yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it, it's all. It's so all. Yeah, going to the, to the, trying to get an abortion. Yeah. Well, he, he just wants the cake baby taken out of her. Yeah, I, I, I liked. Uh, I like put it in her. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think mine's the synagogue scene. I think that's just like, you know, great character. Div- oh, my maybe like favorite classic Borat moment. Is the hairdressing scene when he's cutting the guy's hair like one at a time, one and at showing, time showing him each, and then tiny showing hair. him the photos of his previous haircuts, and then just like how he shaved that guy's dick because I'm about to get his dick cut off, and the guy's like just going, oh okay, and like not reacting, and then when he's like 
wiping him, but like rubbing his balls with yeah. the towel. It's just like <laughs> the most. I was loving that shit. Yeah, and he so he actually spent is it like five days living isolated with those two brothers, like red two QAnon. Dudes. Loving, yeah, Infowars uh, loving, yeah, yeah, and who who didn't recognize Borat, which was fantastic, and like, but doing the entire thing in character and took him in, yeah, which but is amazing. I love that when he's like doing the exercise with the big fucking like <laughs> strap on dildo, strap on dildo. They don't bat an eyelid. No, he's just dancing. Oh, that that God. whole scene was incredible. And like, he buys them all flashlights. He's like uh, Alexa, order yeah, some yeah. more flesh- flashlights. Flashlights. Just, man, yeah, it was like, it, it was like. It it, it 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 was so good maybe because like I don't know it's it's a movie I've never seen it reminded me of South Park in the sense that it was like that six day turnaround it was like it reminded me of a movie well, finally I mean, that was made like that it reminded me especially of the South Park coronavirus well the ending special. was the same I was like okay it's but I thought this was done way better than the South Park episode right like I thought like the, no the, to the me way- it's still seeing Randy Fucker Penguin is like <laughs> maybe my favorite visual of 2020 but yeah so like, I mean in the South Park episode Randy is the one to blame for patient zero yeah patient zero because he has like COVID. a wild night out in China where he fucks a bat and a penguin and the brilliant reveal of Borat too we gave spoiler tags right we said spoiler yeah, yeah sure. it's fucking hey fam yeah yeah true it is fucking hey fam <laughs> every day of my life hey um, fam's in the house watch your mouth <laughs> um so it's, yeah, it's revealed that the only reason Kazakhstan, the nation of Kazakhstan, forgave Borat and sent him to, to America was to get back. It was a secret out of mission, exactly, yeah. To spread. They injected him with a pangolin and bat virus. And yeah, he's patient zero of COVID. And no, then no, 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 they injected him with the virus because he actually goes to Wuhan. That's right. He coughs on stuff, but then you see him yeah. go to every port. You see him kiss Tom Hanks in, in, in Australia. In Australia. <laughs> that was uh, what a fucking great thing to get. Insane cameo. Tom Hanks is a real one. For but that's what I mean. Like this to happen. You know, South Park has the beauty of being animated, so they can like do turnarounds quickly. But the fact this was live action and worked in like. Very recent events. Yes. It was just incredible. With like Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's talking about the Rudy Giuliani moment. And then like the kissing of everyone, it, you know, shows, you know, Borat's big thing. He's always kissed people. Yes, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Has never, uh, you know, Borat, you know, from wearing his mankini to kissing everyone he meets is not a, never practiced social distancing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I guess it, it, like, yeah, the Kazakhstan is forever changed now because of the events of this movie. It's become a bit more progressive and, um, yeah, they he, now influence elections like other countries. Yeah, and his daughter, his daughter is like a, a a better. She's the number three journalist, and he's, and he's he, number four he's now. Number four, yeah, cool. Um, I thought, it was, yeah, and it was like the fact that it was quite nice seeing him and his daughter bond. Yep, like there were some great character moments between them all. And yep, and it the, was a, it was it was like great morals about being on the nose work. Yes, just him being like she learned independence and he liked it. Yeah. Which, like, goes against everything Borat's about. Like, it was very, you know, it was Borat character development. <laughs> Which is, like, a shaky ground to yeah. be on. But yeah. And then a great final scene. And one of the great gags on the first film is, like, the festival they celebrate, the running of the Jew. Which yep. they mention again in this is now the running of the American. And it's, like, Karen's a MAGA guy. <laughs> and it's just, like, you know, the ending, the jo- it is, like, the first film... You know, he steals Pamela Anderson. He worships America. That's the, that was that's a massive. That's moment, amazing. The, the yeah, Pamela that's Anderson. a huge moment. That's I mean, it's the, the yeah. reason why Kid Rock divorced her. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like if you. Yeah, it's like one of the reasons why he was like very angry with that because she Fuck kept Kid it secret. Rock. Kid uh, Rock sucks so much. I love that. Like everyone, all the celebrities that are like proud about voting Republican, I just they just suck so much. Donald shit. Trump. 
Um, I mean, not um, yeah. I mean, Kid Rock, Kirsty Alley, Kirsty, uh, Tim Allen. Oh, is he? Is he, is he like proud? Is, it, oh, is he oh, actually oh, like? Like, I'm sure there's tons of them. I'm sure Vince Vaughn is going to vote. Of course, he Republican. Is. But is he? Is he even out? Is Tim Allen saying I'm going to vote Trump? Or I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Kanye didn't vote Trump. Um, he voted for himself. Yeah, right. Okay. But if he, he's never voted, but if he votes, it'll be for himself. More on Kanye and Payfan this week. A whole lot. There's been a whole lot of crazy Kanye news. Man, what a movie! I had a ball. I've watched it twice. Oh, you are sorry, not Kanye. Kenneth West. Kenneth West. Oh, yeah, great Kanye gag. <laughs> yeah. In the first thirty seconds. Yeah. So good. Oh, actually, the the, the great op- Justin Trudeau joke. Just yes. Yeah, there some great writing and like a, a few comedians that we like were brought on to do punch ups. Like- Tommy Daslo. <laughs> um. Da- uh, Dave Hughes Dave Hughes <laughs> And P- P- Peter Hellyer I yeah, saw did, yeah, a, yeah. did a quick punch up Great Which is always good to see Yeah um. <laughs> Just the just the, the, the three horsemen <laughs> the, the of, Trinity, of Three yeah. horsemen of Melbourne Twitter <laughs> The come um, town of Melbourne Yeah that's right uh, But you know I, I I think the writing in this was, was, was sharp Like where it needed to be And then f- like stupidly funny Where it True, needed to be The first movie was literally The Borat segment this is not at all a slant on the first film, but because it, it had to be this, it was uh, the Borat segment in ninety minutes. Yeah, you know? totally. It was just like let's prank people and like escalate it as much as we can. Totally. Where this was like we could do that with a new character, but Borat is so beloved. But we also have to address the fact he can't be Borat, and yeah. it felt truly hidden in parts when it was just like the daughter and and like you've you've had so many people that have been influenced by Baron Cohen and and Borat, like you know obviously Nathan for you, um, I think Nirvana, the band, the show. Um, sure. Yes. And I, I the ethos see, of that. I wonder if that, like, because that's the first time that I've ever seen the combination of scripted and well, like, like, yeah, like these live. like semi pranks that are that are filmed with live reactions yeah. in public, but also furthering an actual story. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like the- a like a plot in Nirvana the band isn't just like we're getting reactions. It's like. Two people are clued into the plot and the crew are, but it's just, let's see what happens. Yes, exactly. And I think Borat 2 did a lot of that. Yeah, I didn't think of that, stuff. but it's so true. Yeah. Fuck Nirvana Band, the show is so good. Oh, one of the, the most important shows of the last decade. Easily. So few people have watched it. Spike Jones. Hey, big big believer. He Was produces he, it. He, oh, right. I didn't yeah. realize. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. What happened to season three? Something happened between them and Vice, but it's happening. They, they post about it. They're like, it's happening. Love those guys. Yeah, I, they should just put it on YouTube or something, or like they should I go guess to Netflix. They need the money or, to, yeah, they should. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, maybe maybe it's a legal thing. I think from what I've heard, I don't know how true this is, but there was some legal problems with stuff they did in season two, which Vice were like, "You can't do that," and they kind of ignored it. Right. Like the things in public and stuff. The Daredevil episode in season one. Fuck the one where they get the si- the first episode. The, he's like cocks on the poster. Yeah, that's right. The, um, and or the Star the Wars Austin, one, yeah, Force Awakens, Powers. when they're like talking of the whole movie at oh, the premiere. Man, so good. Because he's blind because he's watched them for the. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. It's like Daredevil Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the one, the Christmas one. Yeah. Where he's like, I want to be like Joker and Batman and hand out money to Asian people because they love money. Just like <laughs> some of the most fucked shit. Again, very like Borat just says really fuck shit, but you're like, you're a moron. And so you kind of allow it. Yeah, totally. And it is that like weird prank jackass kind of yeah. vibe as well. Hey, we just, we're just some boys that love pranks. It's cool. I don't know. I, I think that, yeah, that a lot of that media was written off at the time, but people who were our age or, you know, a little bit older. We're all inspired by it. Exactly. Like greatly inspired by it. It's like, you know, sitcoms were written off when they came out, you know, like it's, it was a new media and, you know, it was because of things of like cameras got smaller. It was, you know, 
it worked because of like technological advancements. You could hide cameras, you could yeah. trick people. And then like it got meta because then people wanted to be on those shows and would like, you know, you could trick someone like on Nathan Few and be like, oh, we're doing a reality show. Do you want to be a part of it? But then the twist is you're selling it as a serious show. But once it's edited, it becomes like this comedic masterpiece. Mm. And it's like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's really interesting. I think tech has like had a huge play in it. And like I saw Jackass exclusively as like, I didn't have like MTV growing up. It was like exclusively online as clips from yes, like totally. LimeWire and stuff. Or let like, you go to someone's house and they had like, yeah. a bunch of tapes. And it was and, just like, yeah. like these, yeah, you know, it was like proto YouTube. It's sick. It's CKY. It's, yeah, CKY. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember like the, the Jackass movies being like such an amazing, I remember it was like, yeah, the South Park movie and the Jackass movies, yeah. like it feeling like this, like... That was like new, that was new, new Hollywood to me. You know, like in yeah, the yeah. 70s where it was like Scorsese, everyone, they call that like new Hollywood. Yeah. Where it's like Coppola, Scorsese, De Palma, they were all these, it's like, to me, man, new, new Hollywood was fucking Jackass, the movie, <laughs> South Park. Just I never people, saw the third one. I, I need to see the third, third Jackass one. It's, movie. It's all great. They don't get a fourth one. Oh, that's sick, really. The, dude, Borat 2, Jackass 4, it's just Coming like, to Prime. Yeah. <laughs> Having to use the most dog shit UI like, of all of the streaming That's services. the worst thing about this, yeah. Prime's so weird. Although, actually, no, I have some more fun uh, binge uh, things to tell you about. Oh, amazing. fan this week. It'd be uh, so good if, like, I, I don't know, I don't listen to this, but I don't know if we get, I, I don't know what the ads are. It'd be so great if, like, for some reason we start getting binge ones and we just, like... Yeah, we start having, yeah, the ACAR starts scheduling <laughs> yeah, yeah, binge yeah. ads. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I probably use binge more than any other streaming service. Still moment. refuse to use it. <laughs> it's because of the sped up thing. Like, honestly, I can't it is, handle it. It is baffling. Yeah. I can't um, handle it. Um, so that's our, our review of Borat 2 and our review of every Olympic mascot character ever. And Maybe our, Borat could be the Kazakh. Uh, well, he is. Yeah. The Travis Olympic Scott mascot. will make it soon. To make it so yeah. the t- new Tokyo mascot. Is, well, new uh, Kazakh. Maybe Kazakh games. Oh, okay. Sure. That's what I mean. He's yeah, very yeah. good one. Inbuilt. Um we're going to continue our Borat 2 love into PayFam this week. We do two episodes of PayFam every single week. One of them is the one you just listened to, and the other one we're about to hit record on as soon as we hit stop on this one. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about, uh, look, another look. we know that Borat 2 is going to be the future Oscar winner, yep. the big, biggest DILF big category. Dilf award. But I'm talking about a movie that won uh, biggest DILF award in 1997. And that's a movie. The Lost World, Jurassic Park? Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Oh, Goodwill Hunting. Um, I've never part seen of it your, before. Um, uh, Matt Damon. I yeah, I'm just yeah, just just going, just living living the Matt Damon life. That's sick. Watching one Matt Damon movie a week for the rest of my life until I die. Yeah. Um, watching you them. could do worse. I, I I refused to watch Goodwill Hunting until I could. Why see was it, it? I sort of the cinema until I could see it three minutes faster. Yeah, then, you're like I need that three minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I so can't say I remember seeing it at the cinemas through. when it came out. And it was probably not like when would it come out? 96, 97? 97, Yeah, it was twelve. What the fuck was I watching that for? It's not good as a 12-year-old. movie came out in 96 and the, won the Oscar in 97. Yeah, like it's not a good movie for an 11-year-old. Uh, maybe. I mean, I feel like in, in a way, 11-year-olds, are like probably the, the audience will benefit the most from watching it. It's pretty what, trite. Just clean up it. schools and write on the walls. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Do tags. Yeah. Um, we're also going to be talking about the uh, massive uh, uh, three-hour-long Kanye West, Joe Rogan podcast that happened this week. Mm. Specifically... Uh, a whole bunch of Star Wars prequels talk that Kanye did. Very exciting. Uh, I'm going to be talking about an anime and manga that I'm obsessed with at the moment called Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm going to talk about an anime I love called CKY, which is Camp Kill Yourself. And also Akira 4K. Oh yeah, so Akira 4K. Um, And uh, yeah, it's going to be a very good episode of PayFam. In fact, people say every episode of PayFam is perfect. And I got a really good feeling about this one. So if you want to hear It's like every Gex game, isn't it? Exactly. You know, they're like... 
Imagine doing Gex acid with Pay Jerry Fan. Garcia and listening go to PayFam. Uh, if you want to hear it, go to patreon.com slash heyfam. $5 a month. I'm going to go to the toilet. You close this out. Okay, $5 a month. Okay, take it in there, bro. I want to hear you shitting. <laughs> We're going to get wireless mics. Uh, $5 a month gets you a bonus episode of HeyFam every single week, plus access to our Discord community uh, where you can talk about everything we talk about on HeyFam and more with hundreds of very good listeners that are some of my favorite people in the world. So uh, come join us over at patreon.com. Hear the most perfect Patreon episode ever and then uh, enjoy your life 10% more at least. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you very soon. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.